Welcome to the Life Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. Today we're talking about having a lifetime of goals. I want to use a garden analogy because it brings up several principles related to managing a whole lifetime of goals. Let's imagine your life is like a garden where one, you're the gardener and two, the plants are goals. The plants in your garden can produce many useful and beautiful things if you put in the work. So first, you get to design your garden. You get to experiment with new plants that you want to try and decide which plants go where and when you plant them and when you remove them. The design of your garden will be different from every other garden you see over the fence. There's a million types of seeds and a million gardeners, so no two gardens will look exactly the same. Second, you can change your garden whenever you want to. You don't have to keep perennials that you planted years ago that keep cropping up. You don't have to keep planting the same old tried and true seeds that you usually do. You can pull out a dying plant once it stops bringing you joy. You can pull out a living plant if you decide you want to grow something else in that spot or if it's taking up too much time and energy. Any plant you pull out can be composted and eventually used to nurture other plants. At any point, you can change what's growing in your garden just because you want to. Third, your ecosystem and gardening style may prefer certain plant types. The environment around you might make growing some plants easier or harder to grow than other plants. It's important to know which ones will be more difficult and require more preparation or work on your part. It won't work to try and copy plant for plant someone else's garden because their ecosystem and gardening style is different from yours. Your garden is uniquely yours, but there are some rules that apply to every garden that you need to know. Fourth, a garden has limited space. Your patch of dirt is only so big, you can't plant every fruit and vegetable and flower listed in the seed catalog. You don't have room for all of them. You have to choose. Fifth, a gardener has limited time and energy. You can only do so much work in a day. Every plant you add to your garden takes time and energy to tend. If you add more plants to your garden than you have time and energy to care for, you'll feel overworked and your garden will suffer. Sixth, A garden needs a variety of healthy plants and a variety of sweet or beautiful plants. Your garden shouldn't be just carrots or just corn or just roses. Gardens need a variety of plants to provide for a good balanced life. Healthy plants like vegetables and roots provide nutrition. Sweet or beautiful things like fruits or flowers keep your spirits up and remind you of the beauty of the world all around you. Seventh, a garden takes a lot of work. Gardens require digging and watering and pruning and harvesting and pest controlling. You can't plant a seed and expect it to grow all by itself. If you aren't helping in some way, most every day, your plant won't reach its full potential. If you decide not to work and plant your garden, you'll end up sitting in a vacant lot. Eighth, a lot of work doesn't guarantee a good crop every single time. There are things that are outside of your control when you garden. Maybe there's an early frost. Maybe a deer leaps the fence and eats your berries. Maybe there's a drought and there's not enough water. 
Maybe a plant withers and dies, even though you tried everything you could think of and you never really know what went wrong. Usually hard work in a garden produces a bountiful harvest, but sometimes the circumstances around us thwart our efforts. Ninth, weeds need to be dealt with. Weeds may be plants that are sometimes useful or beautiful, but if they grow where you don't intend them, they can take away garden space and time and energy from more important plants. You can either pull weeds out if you don't want them or incorporate them into your current garden design if there's something about them that you like. Tenth, other gardeners can help you in some ways, but not in others. You can learn from other gardeners around you and see some of the plants in their gardens. You can talk to the other gardeners and get their advice. If you have a catastrophic event that destroys a lot of your garden, they can even give you food to help tide you over until you can plant a new garden. But other gardeners can't come into your garden and plant your goals for you. Now let's look at this as a lifetime of goals. First, you get to design your life. You get to experiment with new goals you want to try and decide which goals go where in your life and when you start them and when you stop them. The design of your life will be different than every other life you see. There are a million types of goals and a million types of people, so no two lives will look exactly the same. Second, you can change your life whenever you want. You don't have to keep seasonal goals that keep popping up. You don't have to keep setting the same old goals that you usually do. You can stop a goal that's not working once it stops bringing you joy. You can stop a goal at any point if you decide you want to try something else or if that goal is taking up too much time and energy in your life. Any goals you stop can be taken apart and studied and the lessons you learned will help your future goals. At any point, you can change the goals in your life just because you want to. Third, your circumstances, personality, and resources may prefer certain goal types. The environment around you might make some goals easier or harder to accomplish than others. It's important to know which goals will be more difficult and require more preparation and work on your part. It won't work to try and copy goal for goal someone else's life because their circumstances, personality, and resources are different than yours. Your life is uniquely yours, but there are some rules that apply to every life that you need to know. Fourth, a life has limited space. You can only pack so many goals into one life. You can't choose every goal in the universe. You don't have room for all of them. You have to choose. Fifth, you have limited time and energy. You can only do so much work in a day. Every goal you add to your life takes time and energy to keep. If you add more goals to your life than you have time and energy to care for, you'll feel overworked and your life will suffer. Sixth, a life needs a variety of necessary goals and a variety of fun or beautiful goals. Your life shouldn't be only about baseball or only about scriptures or only about being a missionary. Lives need a variety of goals to be balanced. Necessary goals like learning how to cook or how to talk to people face to face give us the skills we need in life. Sweet or beautiful goals like learning an instrument or reading a new book keep your spirits up and remind you of the beauty of the world all around you. Seventh, life takes a lot of work. A life of goals requires thinking, acting, experimenting, praying, troubleshooting, and so much more. You can't make a goal and expect it to finish all by itself. 
If you aren't helping it in some way on a regular basis, your goal won't reach its full potential. If you decide not to work and set any goals in your life, you'll end up sitting in an empty life. Eighth, a lot of work doesn't guarantee that your goals will be successful every single time. There are things outside of your control in your life that will happen. Maybe you get very sick. Maybe a loved one passes away. Maybe you suffer from depression. Maybe a goal that you set fails even though you tried everything you could think of and you never really know what went wrong. Usually hard work in a life produces a bountiful harvest, but sometimes the circumstances around us thwart our efforts. Ninth, unintentional goals need to be dealt with. Unintentional goals may be useful or beautiful, but if they appear where you don't intend them, they can take away time and energy from more important goals. You can either remove unintentional goals from your life if you don't want them, or incorporate them into your current life design if there's something about them that you do like. Tenth, other people can help you in some ways, but not in others. You can learn from other people around you and see some of the goals in their lives. You can talk to other people and get their advice. If you have a catastrophic event that destroys a lot of goals in your life, they can give you support and encouragement until you can set new goals but other people can't come into your life and set goals for you. Seeing my life as a garden of goals gives me perspective. It helps me realize that I'll always have goals and accomplishing one big goal isn't gonna make me permanently happy. It helps me realize that my lifetime of goals is gonna take a lot of work. I love the analogy of the garden of goals because that work produces growth. What does your garden of goals look like? Do you have any goal weeds that you need to pull and declutter? What's the next goal that you're ready to plant in your life? Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next principle.